Hey sisters, today's topic is tips on breaking the nightly habit from your other alcohol-free peeps out there in the world. I did a little group research and there was a bunch of ideas and plans and then I'll give some of my opinions on some of them and kind of what worked for me. That's what we're going to talk about today. But first, before we get into it, I wanted to find out from you, where are you? Are you stuck in the daily cycle of drinking? Or have you been able to get some time under your belt? How's that work for you going alcohol free? Do you feel frustrated that you just can't seem to figure it out? You stay quiet about it though? You keep your inner struggle to yourself? Do you feel like maybe you're the only one and you're afraid of how to speak up and talk about it? You've tried so many things, books, podcasts, AA, detox plans, your own stinking willpower. You're thinking, why can't I just stop? Is that you? That was me. So here's the deal. Would you like to be set free from this? Would you like to be free from the constant mind drama around drinking control your emotions in a healthy way, get to know who you really are, learn how to capture your negative thoughts and reframe them, even walk down the wine aisle without being tormented. Here's your chance. Welcome to the 90 Day Freedom Project. It is a three-month one-on-one coaching program between you and me. And these are the things and these are the outcomes that you can have by showing up for yourself and making this commitment. So I have a lot more to share, and this is something that we would share one-on-one. And how do you do that? You just reach out. You email me at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail, or you DM me directly through the Set Free Sisterhood Facebook group. And what we do is we just set up a call, 20 to 30 minutes to see, hey, Where are you? Where do you want to be? And will this coaching program be the right fit for you? So if you're interested in any of that stuff resonated with you, I look forward to talking to you soon. Stay tuned. Hey sister, do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're living each day over and over on a loop? Maybe you feel like a failure because you keep telling yourself that today will be different. You wake up each morning hoping to do better, but when the afternoon rolls around, all your promises to yourself are shot. And society screams, you deserve to have that drink, eat that piece of cake, and scroll mindlessly through social media. Hi, I'm Michelle Porterfield, certified mindset and breakthrough coach, mom of three, former daily wine drinker, excuse maker, and promise breaker. Coffee's my jam, dry shampoo is my BFF, and I am so glad you're here. I have created this community to help you walk in faith towards freedom from alcohol and other strongholds like it. Together, we will work to show you your value, your strength, and your ability to overcome. So pop in your earbuds and go for a walk, or buckle up for your commute, girl. Get ready for straight talk and the truth, because it's time to elevate your mindset, develop healthy routines, and begin to thrive alcohol-free. 
Okay, so I'm just going to throw some stuff out here. I thought this would kind of be fun for everyone. That's a question that's asked a lot is like, okay, I'm removing alcohol, but I'm, you know, having the wine witch jump out or the vodka vixen or the bozo beer. <laughs> I have no idea. What the heck do you call the beer guy, right? Um, I never drink beer, so I don't know. So the nightly habit is the some of the, the trickiest it's just the trickiest thing in the beginning because we can't just go, well, I'm just going to give up alcohol and I'm going to start reframing my thoughts and I'm going to thought download and journal and all this thing's going to happen. You know what? We can do some of that. We can start to be aware, but at the end of the day, we've got, we've got to shift gears and break free from this, like this habitual process that we're allowing ourselves to go through. And just remember it's like if we've been doing this for years, potentially, depending on where you are in your journey, then it's going to take some time to get this groove, right? The one thing is not just going to be the one thing that you do that you go, okay, well, I'm going to replace this with this. How many times have you ever really been able to have this like equal portion trade out? You know, I didn't. I tried a bunch of different things. So what I did is I thought, hey, my audience would more than likely like to hear a bunch of different options that the other alcohol community out there is sharing that worked for them and that they tried. And then guess what? You can take what you think that, ooh, I want to try that and leave the rest. Take what you need and leave the rest. So here we go. In no particular order. These are just listed out. One of the first things is change routine, whatever that looks like. Shift and change your routine. For me, that was, and I've talked about this before, shifting like actually what I did after work, which way I drove home, which stores I didn't go by, not going to the store and doing something different, changing my workouts, changing where I worked out, changing the timing that I left, like any sort of shift in routine, so that my brain and my body wouldn't go into that um, extreme like trigger mode, right? Because it knew exactly like, oh, this is what's supposed to happen. It's 4.30, 4 o'clock, time to drink. Drink anything else, LaCroix, coffee, tea, water, sparkling water, anything else. It's January. Oops, no, it's not. It's February. <laughs> I'm actually recording this um, this is Monday night before this goes out because I just decided that this is what I wanted to talk about this week. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make it happen. That's the cool thing about podcasts. Now that I've got the groove of posting these, you can get them out pretty quickly. So anything else? And it's cold right now. So what might be cozy for you? Like wrapping your hands around tea or coffee, decaf in the evenings probably, or if you were used to drinking that cold, sparkly drink anyway, then that's what you need to go with, okay? That makes most sense. Let's see. Don't think you can stay strong. <laughs> Don't think you can strong will it. You need support. I mean, that was just a direct um, post from someone. And we all know this. Our willpower, quote unquote, I'm over here air quoting, will only last so long. Uh, support is super, super important. Now, somebody put alcohol-free beer or alcohol-free wine. Now, let me just say that me personally, my personal opinion, I would say that's a no-no. Why do I say that? Well, my thinking is 
that that's too tricky. We're dealing, we've talked about this, and you know this with the unconscious mind. It doesn't understand certain language, and it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't get the memo. So it's a trick. And so it's not really letting, it, you're not really telling it, I'm done drinking, because it doesn't really know yet. Now it's knowing that, you know, you're not getting this, um, the hit from the actual alcohol that's creating the dopamine, right? But everything else feels the same. So I say that's going to put you into either a longer journey or could really mess up your path. Or I have actually heard that some people have gone a long period of time without drinking and they, they go and they try alcohol-free stuff and that puts them into relapse and they choose to drink again. So there's my disclaimer there. Someone said, replace the want with prayer, meditation, something else. I think what they mean here is like when you say, like, I want to drink, choose to say, I want to go walking or I want to have some prayer time and meditation. Uh, fizzy flavored water. Learn new things. Here's another good one. Journal or get creative. So learning new things is part of the process. And depending on where you are, when it can truly fit in. I feel like for me, that came later on. Because right now in these early days, if this is a brand new thing for you, our brains are not really prepared to learn a lot right now. There's just a lot of um, fuzziness going on and like static in there. So I feel like learning that's going to come later, but I think that's great. Getting creative, painting, doing things like that that allow you to use the creative part of your brain. Next will be exercise. And I put, you know, any sort of exercise, make it fun, Zumba, walking, dancing, um, weightlifting, whatever you enjoy, some sort of body movement. Something that makes you feel accomplished was another one. So what is what makes you feel accomplished? You know, to check off the list, you know, some people say, oh, wow, when I clean, I feel accomplished. I can look around and see that it's done. You know, I have talked to several women that in the early days, they just needed to keep themselves a little busy with cleaning and little house projects along the way. Um, that was the next one. Kept busy until the craving passed. We know that typically... The scientific craving, um, what they say is 20-25 minutes. Now, if we resist it and prolong it, it could last a long time. I was talking to one of my clients recently and she said, I felt like it lasted an hour. But I think part of it was just the mind drama of it all and how she was pressing against it. When we press against and we push the resistance, then we're going to get pushed back, right? Um, so if we just allow it to flow through us, ride it out and not try to grit our teeth and tense our neck and squeeze our hands to, to fight against it, I believe it will pass sooner. Um, someone else said fancy drinks. Like, I think they mean like, uh, maybe like cranberry and soda, water, something sparkling there again, depending on what you drank. So for me, I drank primarily red wine. Uh, in the summer, I did choose like vodka and things like that and put some sparkling water in it. So for me, if I just chose to do a, you know, some sort of cranberry splash something, it probably wouldn't have been a huge deal because it wasn't enough like red wine for me. But you just have to know, hey, you just listen to your heart and your gut. You know, is that something you want to dance around with or not? 
uh, hot tea swap, read, paint, adult coloring books. I thought that was really cool. I had not thought of that one. Um, if you like to color and that's super um, focused and tedious, right? Like if you're just kind of one get out of your head and kind of stay busy, but also allow your body and your mind to relax. I can see how that would be nice. Uh, a hobby, taking a class there again. I think that's in, an, in a, a later phase of sobriety is when you can start getting more creative and learning new things. Lots and lots of walks. Someone said a meeting. So whatever that looks like for you or what their thoughts were, there's a bunch of different options out there. And then, um, the last one was maybe using your favorite glass and putting something different in it. Now, I think this would probably be a little more helpful than the actual alcohol-free version or that um, option that somebody put because I do think there's value into tricking our unconscious mind a little bit and putting something else in that glass because, you know, you think about smokers um, I actually hear nicotine is like one of the most difficult things to quit, right? I um, have actually seen people go through that and they said that the physical part was way worse for them for nicotine. But you think about it, it's that habit, it's that hand to mouth, the breathe, you know, all the things that are happening and they tell you ways to whether it's chewing gum or like I know I've heard of sunflower seeds for guys who dip, different things like that. So I'm wondering if maybe using that glass, like if we're if you do get to a place in later on that like, oh well my relaxing, I really enjoy sitting back and in my chair with my cuddly blanket and me and my hubby cuddle and we watch this movie or we watch this TV show and I always reach over and have my little glass. Okay, well, you're still getting the pleasure from holding and having the glass, right? You're just choosing to put something different in it. So that's my take on that. So I think these are great ideas. So like I said in the beginning, take what you think might work for you and leave the rest. And then if you have any more, I would love to hear about them. What have you tried or what have you done in your early days that have helped you break that nightly habit? And I want to continue to invite you each time to come into the Set Free Sisterhood Facebook group and connect with us closer. We are working in it. We're having our book club right now. But I'm also going to be starting some different um, series soon as we get into the year. Each month we'll be teaching on some new topics. So I can't wait to meet you. And I hope you have an awesome week. Until next time, stay blessed, my friend. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.